Jesus to My Rescue offers powerful, motivational content for the whole family. Visit our website now at www.jesustomyrescue.com. Join our Christian community today. Welcome to Enjoying Everyday Life with New York Times bestselling author Joyce Meyer. On today's program, Joyce will be teaching from her series, How to Survive Change. We all experience change, and sometimes it can be difficult to navigate. But the key to transformation begins with our thoughts. What we think can determine whether we face change quickly or it lasts longer than it has to. And we don't have to survive change on our own. Joyce reminds us that when we choose to trust God, we'll see He is with us every step of the transforming journey. Now, here's Joyce with today's teaching. Proverbs 15, 15. <laughs> All your days <laughs> are made miserable through anxious thoughts and evil forebodings. And I came to realize that the, those evil forebodings were actually a hope that something bad was going to happen. It was like an expectancy that something bad was going to happen. And so I had had so much of that that I was afraid to really believe for something good because I thought I'd just be disappointed again, but I could either step out in faith and try God's way, or I could just live in eternal disappointment. So I'm asking you tonight to dare to believe that there's nothing in your life that God can't change. He's not going to do it overnight. I mean, he may, but you know, that'd be great if he does, but I, I'm here to preach the gospel, not tell you fairy tales. And I believe the truth is, is that when you hook up with Jesus, your worst day with him will be better than your best day ever was without him. Because no matter what you don't have, you will have him. And no matter what you go through, you won't have to go through it alone. So it's still the best thing that we've got. Now, here's why it's so important to be aggressive in expecting something good. And see, the thing I like about hope is you don't have to wait to feel hopeful. You can decide to be hopeful. Every day now I say, something good is going to happen to me today. And something good is going to happen through me today. Every day I say, something good is going to happen to me today. And you know, I, I expected to get the look that I got. And no, I'm not going to let that just go over your head. Every day you should say, I am expecting something good to happen to me today. Why? Because God is good. Not because you're good, because God is good. But don't stop there. Also say, and I'm expecting something good to happen through me today. Because I don't want to just be blessed. I want to be a blessing to other people because I have found out it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Isaiah 30, 18 is just mm, one of the most yummy scriptures in the Bible. No, I ain't doing that robot. No. You're wasting your time. I had to do that last conference. I'm not doing it every conference. I got to have something on television besides the robot. Okay, now are you ready for this? You want to pay attention to this. And therefore, the Lord earnestly waits expecting, looking, and longing to be gracious to you, which means to be good to you. 
God is waiting <laughs> to be good to you. Okay, now listen. Therefore, he lifts himself up that he might have mercy on you and show loving kindness to you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied are all those who earnestly wait for him, <laughs> who expect and look and long for him, for his grace, for his victory, his favor, his love, his peace, his joy, and his matchless, unbroken companionship. So here, if I can just make this really simple for you, God is waiting, looking, longing to find somebody to be good to. And he can only be good to somebody who's looking and longing and expecting him to be good to them. So if I were you, I'd get up every morning and say, here I am. I don't deserve it, God, but I am expecting something good to happen to me today. Another thing I like to say is I'm expecting good news. I don't know about you, but I just am fed up with bad news. <laughs> I love it if I get a text message and somebody says, I've got good news. Or if somebody calls me and says, I've got good news. We need to share good things with people. And we need to ask God for good news every day. Hey, guess what, Mom? Your kid's getting an A in that class she failed in last year. Hey, guess what? Henry didn't go out and get drunk Friday night. He came home. No offense if your name is Henry. Good news, my gas bill went down. Good news, I got a 20% off discount coupon for that and didn't even know it was available. We need to make a big deal out of the good stuff. Psalm 27, 13, and 14, David said, what, 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 exclamation mark, what, exclamation mark, would have become of me had I not believed that I would see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living? Now, you know why I like this? It doesn't say when I die and go to heaven. I'm expecting lots of good things there, and frankly, I can't wait to get there. I think it's going to be really an awesome place. I will be so glad to be rid of my body. <laughs> Calories don't count in heaven. Yeah. Amen. And now that I mentioned calories, I have a story to tell you. I did a dumb thing. I didn't weigh for three months, and that's just not good for me because I've got like this high weight and low weight, and I love being down here because I can eat anything I want to, but when I get up here, then I usually got to be hungry for a while <laughs> to get back down. So I got on the scale one day last week. Matter of fact, I think it was last, I don't know, Tuesday maybe, and I had gained four pounds. Well, I know to some of you that sounds like Oh, don't even tell me that. <laughs> but that put me at the very top. And so I was a little bit, you know, oh, man. At first, I thought I'm not going to tell Dave. And so then I finally thought, well, I'll tell Dave. And so I said, 
man, I'm going to have to cut my eating back for a while. I've, I've gained a little weight. And he said, how much? <laughs> and I said, about four pounds. And he went, just, just that little look, you know? And then he said, I said, I hadn't weighed for about three months. He said, that's exactly why I weigh every day. And I got upset. Now, how many of you women know what I wanted when I went to Dave? And how many of you guys don't have a clue? You're like, you're like, well, what's wrong with that? He didn't do nothing wrong. See, what I wanted was I wanted Dave to say, well, honey, you don't look like it. You look great. And listen, you'll lose it quick. I know how disciplined you are. So then I got upset and he said, well, I'm just trying to help you. And I said, I don't want you to help me. I want you to encourage me. He said, I'm trying to encourage you. I said, I don't feel encouraged. <laughs> so we went to Walmart the other night, start the book signing. The first lady that gets in line says, you are so thin. I thought, Mwah. You noticed I said it was a lady. Somebody needed to hear from God. So anyway, enough of that, I guess. I was hoping I could find a way to work that in and just look how God did that. It just like worked out so good. Thank God that we can expect good things while we're still on the earth. What would have become of me had I not believed that I would see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living? Whatever good we have here, it's sure going to be a lot better when we get to heaven. But I don't want to just have that attitude, well, I guess we'll just try to muddle through till we get to heaven. Well, someday when we get to heaven. No, I think Jesus died so we could have a good life now. Amen. Now. We're talking about having a transformed life, and having a transformed life must be preceded by having a transformed mind. If you want to have what God wants you to have, you have to learn to think like God thinks. Amen? And you know, I've got so much teaching on the mind because there's no area that we have more problems with than our mind. Amen? So first, you have to learn that you can do your own thinking. And then you need to learn how to recognize when you're not thinking right and how to cast those down and choose something better. But those are all lessons that I really don't have the time to get into tonight. If you don't know anything about these kind of things, I suggest my book, Battlefield of the Mind. It gives you, it lays a really good foundation about these things. Matter of fact, we had a doctor tell us tonight, she didn't tell us, she told Mike. She said, in my medical practice, she's an MD, she said, one of the things I prescribe is battlefield of the mind. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> How many even physical problems do we have because we don't think right? Amen? Let me tell you something. I can give myself a really bad headache, and it don't take very long if I just let my mind get full of worry and junk and fear. And, amen? Surely you're familiar with Romans 12 too. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed 
changed by the entire renewal of your mind. So transformation doesn't happen without having transformation in our mind. So if this is all new to you and you're kind of like, man, I've never heard this before. Or I don't know what I think of this. Just start paying attention to what you're thinking. Think about what you're thinking about. <laughs> and the next time you get all down and discouraged, think about what you're thinking about. The next time you want to go rip somebody's head off, think about what you're thinking about. Amen. Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I like to say where the mind goes, the man follows. If you think about a hot fudge sundae long enough, you'll go get one. Your mind went to the ice cream store a long time ago, and your body will get there. <laughs> I mean, am I right? It's amazing to me how somebody can say chocolate or ice cream. And then you just, I just can't stand it. <laughs> Romans 8, 6 is a really great scripture. It says, the mind of the flesh is sense and reason without the Holy Spirit, and it ministers death. Thanks for listening. Some of the most difficult moments of change can lead to our greatest freedoms. So whether we're in the middle of a challenging season of change or struggling to face a transition, we know what is up ahead. God is ready to help transform our mindsets and be with us every step of the way. Remember, how we think about the journey makes all the difference. We don't have to wait for hope. We can choose to be hopeful and know we'll see the change we've been waiting for. For more resources from Joyce, visit JoyceMeyer.org. We all have problems, relationship problems, financial problems, physical problems. But while we're searching everywhere for answers, God wants us to know his promises. In Joyce's book, Overcoming Every Problem, you'll discover 40 promises from God's word to strengthen your faith and help you find hope no matter the circumstance. Experience the kind of life that God's word promises, overcoming every problem. New from Joyce Meyer. Order your copy today at JoyceMeyer.org. Thanks again for listening to Enjoying Everyday Life. Our mission here at Joyce Meyer Ministries is simple, sharing Christ and loving people. Remember, together we can do more.